This is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you overcome perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're going to be talking about bright, shiny object syndrome. I'm good. I'm rec- I'm we're recording this and we're in the ta- same time zone for once. And even though I we're know. not next to each other, it feels nice. Yeah. It does it's funny how that is. Like it there's really nothing any different other than it's <laughs> easy to plan time, but Right, that's the only it difference. But it does feel, I feel nice closer. that you're, you know, you're just a four-hour drive away. <laughs> that's right. I'm visiting my family in Walla Walla, Washington. We all wish you were here with us, Shannon. Oh, me too. Sure. There's, lo- there's lots of good wine here, so maybe you do. I can't tell you. Every time I turn around, there's a delicious glass of wine. Oh, that's except enjoyable. At, except at my dad's condo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where there's no wine. <laughs> oh, no. No. But there's family, so right. it makes up for it. Or, well... We should probably stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is my dad doesn't have the internet, so he'll never hear this. But yeah, he's right. a lovely man. Yeah. yeah. So is. bright, shiny object syndrome. Yes. So do you, is this something you deal with? Where I get easily distracted by new and exciting things? Yes. That take me away from what I might otherwise be doing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, I see. I I deal with it in my just sort of web surfing. Certainly, although I try to not, I try not to, and I deal with it a lot in genealogy because um, it's very very easy to get distracted from your goals of a set during a session of genealogy, mm-hmm. and then I deal with it in a big picture level too. I think you and I have talked about how we both have a tendency to adopt new task management systems pretty yes. quickly. <laughs> right. And I think that is definitely a bright, shiny object syndrome yes. problem. Yeah. How about you? Do you deal with uh, bright, shiny object syndrome? Yeah, I do. And in sort of all of the ways you described and, and I've gotten better at it, but, you know, purposefully like acknowledging the first step is to acknowledge you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, sort of thinking about what, what can, what's happening here? Why is it happening? What can I do to mitigate that? You know, what do I really want to be happening as opposed to it, you know, just being an unconscious thing that is like all of a sudden, oh, wait, what? I'm doing this other thing and never finished what I meant to finish. Well, that's good that you become more conscious of it and are are dealing with it i mean it's being conscious of it allows you to be more i guess more mindful when you're working or right well and it and it i think it's easy when especially when we're sort of talking about the big picture things where like you're working on a project or you have a particular big goal that you're working towards 
Um, and I noticed this a lot it, with my business and, you know, sort of the, the marketing and um, side of the business and like, oh, I'm going to, you know, sort of pay attention to social media and I'm going to pay attention to Facebook. And then it gets like, well, I don't know if this is working. I don't know, you know, if this is the right thing to be doing. Oh, look, here's a thing on Instagram. Maybe I should be doing Instagram. <laughs> and then, you know, right. switching to that. And, and it's like, oh, wait, here's something about Twitter. Maybe I should be paying more attention to Twitter. And so it's always, it, it seems like when the, when the going gets rough or boring or overwhelming it's easy to get um, pulled away by the bright shiny thing right always sort of looking for the silver bullet that's going to solve that issue i I mean especially i think when it comes to social media i think that's such a great example because it's well, I have my challenges, yeah, and, and I'm yeah. always looking for something that's going to be the answer and going to make it <laughs> more enjoyable and easier and very, very effective. That's all right. I want, yeah. Well, and that, and I think that's it, is like when it's something that is perhaps not um, your specialty and you want to be effective, it's easy to try to seek out some, you know, miracle cure for... Mm-hmm for the issue um when really i think particularly in this situation we'd be better served to um just stick with something for a while and see what happens and then move on but you know nothing's going to work in terms of marketing and social media in two weeks or three weeks mm-hmm. um, yeah so shifting gears is actually quite counterproductive because it does take some time in any platform to get some traction Right, right. So that's that's one of the ways that I've actually sort of combat this is I'm um, working on 90 day goals or plans and I commit to something for 90 days at a minimum and stick with it, even if it gets hard or boring or I'm not sure if it's working or whatever, I stick with it for 90 days and then I evaluate things. And decide whether oh. I want to continue with it or or not. Wow, that's fantastic! Like three things zip through my head as you said that. One, how come I didn't know you were doing this before that? <laughs> Two, you should have a, you should create a planner and sell it for this purpose. That was the second <laughs> thing, and I forgot the third thing. <laughs> oh, the third thing was, how's it working out? <laughs> Is it working? Well, how long have you been doing this? Um, I've been doing it for a while. More than 90 um, days? More than 90 days. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it works really well. I, I haven't... Um, mostly what I find out is that um, while sort of when you're setting out on 90 days, it seems like forever, when you're done with 90 days, it's not enough time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Funny gosh. how time it, expands e- and compresses. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. How are you keeping track? Is it something on paper? Yes, I'm, I'm doing it in my bullet journal. Mm-hmm. And so I will come up with um, basically sort of an objective for the major components of, of my work. And I'm not doing it in my personal life, but so... Um, you know, I'll do it with coaching. I also have... Um, some 
rental properties, real estate stuff. So I'll do it with that. And um, uh, I haven't really done it with this podcast because we're just doing it. There's not anything. That was going to be my question. (laughs) Is there a category for the podcast? Darn. (laughs) There's there's not a category for the podcast because we're just doing it. I'm not, you know, we're not, we we don't have any particular strategy yet, but you know, maybe that will change in time. Our strategy is to um, enjoy it and just sort of stick with what we've been doing. But if at some point we want to try to um, grow our audience or something, then that would be a good way to do it. Yeah, our our goal is to have fun. And so far, we we can measure that success as we're having fun. And and I don't feel like I need to um, set up a 90-day plan for how to have fun because we just do it. Because that would wreck the fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. I find myself <laughs> thinking like it's now a bright, shiny object for me. <laughs> your your, your methodology. It's okay, but January first is just around the corner. So who knows? Maybe I'll um, get I'll pump you for more information and or just I'll take the concept and try it for myself. I actually, you know, I used to do that with my genealogy. Would have ninety day um, focus. Oh, right. Uh, You'd work on a focus for a quarter, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. But now I do it for a year. You know what's Um, funny? What? A quarter sounds like so long and 90 days doesn't seem that long. Well, they're essentially the same amount of time. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's a, it's like a, what, probably a week and a half longer. I think a quarter is. Well, no, a quarter is just three months, so it depends on the length of the month. But oh, so not a week it, and a half. It's a, f- a couple days longer. Yeah, a couple <laughs> days, unless it's the first quarter, in yeah. which case it's the same. <laughs> right. Unless it's a leap year. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's funny. That's funny. Well, you do not have a quarterly plan, Shannon. You have a 90-day plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's way better. Uh, um, oh but anyway, God, I don't mean to so get... so funny. Is that this, like... <laughs> I'm realization just that you just made yeah i'm completely <laughs> just what's it called um blown away blindsided is that the right no gobsmacked yeah maybe <laughs> but yeah like i don't know why this is so hard for my brain to wrap around <laughs> i don't like it thinking about it in quarters but 90 days feels great so that's a good thing to notice yeah yeah, very interesting, Shannon. Huh. <laughs> so you're getting back to the bright, shiny object. Uh, your 90-day yeah. goal planning system helps you resist switching gears with bright, shiny on bright using bright, yes. shiny objects. Yeah, attracting. It does. Being it does, yeah. especially in this sort of. Um, in this big picture and and right. when it is related to um feeling sort of like i said stuck or overwhelmed or um you know ineffective mm-hmm. then uh i can sort of put things to the side if something pops up i'm like oh that looks interesting then i can put it to the side until it's time to review what i'm going to do and i decide what to do next that's very, very grown up, and I admire it. Well, it's it's um, it's surprisingly easier than I expected it to be. 
because there, you I know, there's a satisfaction in sticking with it. But yeah, and knowing that you, you know, if you're writing down this this thing that you're going to evaluate later, it's mm-hmm. not like you're abandoning it or rejecting right. it. Just put it aside and know when you're going to evaluate it. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Good. Yeah, and I and I, I and I think that's one of the keys to dealing with this at at any level, whether it's sort of the moment by moment distractions or these bigger, you know, long term plan, um, bright, shiny objects that are pulling you away is to have some system in place where you can put that on a list or somehow bookmark it for yourself that you can come back and evaluate it later. So Mm -hmm. You know, if you're online and you're looking for information, you can make a note of it, but stick with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it actually just crossed my mind that's a great technique for um, preventing over shopping. Uh, with when you're online and Facebook an ad puts something in front of you that looks so amazing, if you put it aside, don't decide decide not to buy it now and decide even if it's tomorrow just stepping away from it might help the impulse to buy something just absolutely yeah yeah that's a great idea but creating some sort of system to go back to it so you also don't have to try to remember it so it doesn't Mm -hmm. take up any brain space um in your effort to remember it Mm -hmm. um is pretty key i think yeah that's terrific yeah so there's like that big macro level productivity systems goals and that sort of thing like we're discussing and then there's the little tiny um distractions that come across our path all the time and Mm -hmm. i'm happy to say i think i can say with confidence that it's been quite a long time since i've said oh my gosh i've been working for four hours and i didn't get anything done which is what used to happen when yeah. I would just follow whatever came across my brain, <laughs> or, not, or you know, my eyes on the com- the web or whatever. Right. So um, yeah, staying focused and avoiding those little distractions is, can be challenging for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think that um, you can actually sort of. I was just thinking about what you were saying, plus, you know, what you started with our our propensity for trying new task management systems that you can actually sort of use it to your advantage. If, yeah. if this is something that you that you feel like you struggle with, um, because I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to use a different task management over and over, you know, like switch it up because it keeps it novel and interesting and helps you stay engaged. Um, and so by, you know, switching like that, you, you get to sort of appease that part of you and you get to continue to get things done. Right. Yeah. That's a very good point. I just realized as you were saying that, you know, I, we talked about task management a long time ago in the podcast early on and I think I was using Todoist and of course I've switched um, but I'm now using Trello and I with Trello you can create new boards all the time boards mm-hmm. are how you capture information so I'm always switching it up with how I want to access my tasks 
and I'd create new boards with different strategies for task management, hourly or by category or what have you. And I hadn't thought about how that actually f- works with this tendency that I have. And I think it's one reason I've been able to stick with Trello now for, I don't know, a few, four or five or six months? How long? Whatever. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Right. So that's a, that's I think a, you actually started point. with Cello shortly after we did the task management yes. episode where we were raving about Todoist. <laughs> Todoist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it feels like I've been using it a while. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I have a lot of boards now. And I pick the board I want to use based on how I feel about how I want to handle my task management that day. I think it's brilliant. And I think it's, you know, just sort of accepting how our minds work. And especially in this day and age when there's, there's so, we're so used to this constant stimulation that if you don't provide a little bit in a positive way, your brain will seek it out in a way that isn't so positive. Oh, that sounds kind of ominous. Well... (laughs) 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 <laughs> but it, it's but okay to make it seem a little less ominous let me give you an example like you just okay. talked about like if you if you tried to force yourself to stick with Todoist mm-hmm. you you would get bored and you would um you would be really tempted to sort of seek something you know that something more stimulating away from to do it so you know you might have a tendency to get distracted from it more easily right or, or I just stop trying to manage my tasks at all because I felt like if I felt like I failed with to do it but I should be working with it I might just right. abandon all hope which wouldn't be good either right so you've by building novelty into your system which you've done with Trello by having all these different ways that you can manage your tasks, but still having this repository for all your tasks so nothing fo- slips through the cracks, then you, you've you created that system. You know, you've created it in, in the system, so there's no need to try and find it anywhere else. Right. Yeah. I'm brilliant. You are. I didn't realize I was doing that, but that's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you didn't realize you were brilliant. Oh, uh, well, I didn't realize that either. <laughs> well, yes, I did. I knew I was brilliant. <laughs> you just didn't know how brilliant you were in this particular situation. <laughs> right. It's not that easy being brilliant, so I try not to talk about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because, you know, it makes me feel inferior. Oh, yeah. When you talk uh-huh, about you how should. brilliant you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. This is getting stupid. <laughs> Please, let's stop. <laughs> uh. But, it, but uh, back to what we were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But that sort of using this, the way our brain works, can can really help. So there's that way of doing it. But there's also, you know, if you f- find yourself um, sort of wanting to get pulled in these different directions or getting pulled in these different directions um, to plan your day and plan how you work on, you know, your various projects or tasks or whatever in such a way that you are switching um, frequently enough that you get that experience of of doing something novel, of doing something different, um, and you'll be less likely to be distracted by other things. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's a great technique. Yeah. 
Um, and the other thing to think about when you find yourself, um, particularly if you're getting distracted from a particular project on a regular basis, like what does this other thing have that you're not getting from the project you want to be working on? Mm. And I would imagine knowing why the project you're working, reminding yourself why the project you're working on now is important to you. Is, right. Is important as well. I mean, recognize that it's important and think about, right, why am I just trying, why is my mind wanting to go away from this toward this bright, shiny object? What is it? What is it drawing me? What's drawing me? And then right. what? Do you try to build that into the project you're working on? Yeah. So you want to see if you can meet that need with your with that existing priority or um, perhaps you need to sort of relook at that priority and see how you can bring more of that into it or I, I want to think if I can come up with an example to make okay. it sit less um, theoretical and esoteric so um, uh, let's see What's a, what's a project you're working on that you get getting drawn away from? I'm trying to think. I can. Do you have something? No, go ahead. If you thought. Of <laughs> well, I was I just thinking about something. the social media example. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where and I so, went to. Yeah, and so with that, um, I think the primary reason of getting distracted is feeling ineffective. Mm -hmm. Feeling like you know what I'm doing isn't. I'm not getting the results I want to get or, you know, it just feels ineffective and maybe it's not the best thing to be doing. And so going back to why I chose to do that. So, you know, let's say I'm using a um, Facebook marketing strategy or something and, and, but I get pulled away by Instagram. And so go back to, well, why did I choose Facebook in the, to begin with? And what is it that I think I would get from Instagram? And can I get that from Facebook? So, um, for example, if I feel like, well, you know, maybe I'm not, I'm not able to um, connect with the people that I want to connect with on Facebook. You know, if that's my, if that's my problem, I feel like it's being ineffective. Then I can look at, well, you know, what am I? tracking here? What am I measuring? How do I know that it's effective or not? Right. Um, Good point. Because that may be part of it is that I'm, I'm looking at the wrong metrics, or maybe I'm not looking at any metrics or, you know, that, that I don't, I, I don't have a way of knowing whether or not it's effective. Mm -hmm. um, so, so sort of going back and reassessing what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then say, you know, well, Instagram seems like it would be more fun, you know, because it's more visual or whatever. Well, how can I bring that into the strategy that I'm that I'm doing right now? How could I make this more fun and interesting? It's excellent, and that's a good example. Yeah, um, yeah the social media stuff. Oy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm thinking about my 2019 goals that's we're cropping popping up on my head like making social media easier is going to be up there yeah my goals yeah definitely definitely um 
Well, and we can we can talk about that on a future episode. Not necessarily social media, but our 2019 goals. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of what we talked about in the distraction episode is uh, plays a role here too. You know that all okay. that all still counts. Um, I completely to, forgot that we did a distraction episode. <laughs> We did, didn't we? That wasn't just I think we head. did. No, I, I think we're right. I'm pretty sure we did. I don't remember what we said on it, but I'm sure it's very relevant. <laughs> yes. Well, so since we don't remember, people should go back and listen to it because we're sure you can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. But, but yeah, I, if, I'm, if I'm recalling, that was about more about the... Um, the uh, little distractions, like the yes, it was more about versus, the little distractions. But I think, picture. got it. Yeah, and I think that that, that but that's sort of protecting yourself from the bright, from even getting exposed to the bright shiny objects, is useful. So you don't have to use any willpower to ignore them right. if you're not getting exposed to them. Because heaven knows we don't need. We have, we have a limited supply of willpower, and we need to conserve it. <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, if there's Should stuff that we can save ourselves from, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the other way to, to approach it is to sort of protect yourself from being exposed to things um, and, and making that commitment to for whatever period of time that this is going to be your focus or these three things are going to be your focus or, you know, however many feels reasonable to you. Um, but I imagine, you know, I was just thinking about how this happens um, to me when it doesn't, it's not so much, but I remember when I was younger, like I'd think, oh, I'm going to clean out this drawer. And next thing you know, I have my whole closet torn apart. <laughs> yeah, I see. I can certainly relate to that. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And I, I know that when I'm working with, uh, well, when I'm working with organizing clients, it's not an issue, right? Because we're there to keep them focused. And they're paying right. us good money to do so. But when I give talks about organizing and how to do it yourself, or I think, you know, we had the quick clutter fix. And I think we talked about this there. Um, or declutter happy hour. Uh, yeah, that I, I always say have a relocate to another room box um, among your other or bin, you know, you've got keep and donate and have relocate to another room and it's so effective because if you don't do that and you go to put that thing away in the other room you're lost because there's something else that's messy in there to address and whenever I talk about that in talks I always get a good laugh but it's it's really valid (laughs) everyone can relate to that yeah yeah it it it's so true and I and it's easy to sort of get distracted by something else. And I, and at least for me, and I assume that this happens for other people too, but that part of it is like, I'm feeling overwhelmed by whatever project I started. And this one seems like it would be more doable and more satisfying. Mm-hmm. I'm sure and you're then, not alone. And then you have, you're in the middle of two things that feel unsatisfying because they're not finished and like so, a junkyard but, of un- end up with a junkyard of unfinished things oh god <laughs> then we get back to uh the episode we recently did on the thrill of done 
oh right yeah we want yeah we want people to have that thrill <laughs> by sticking with it yeah 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 so it's interesting how all the how this particular episode it seems like touches on so many things that we've already talked about like um, breaking things down overwhelming things down into small projects so that um, so that we can stay focused on the small thing or right. um, or knowing what's important to you so that you don't get to you don't find yourself drawn to things that don't fit into what's important to you exactly yeah but I do I really feel like um, there's there's an interesting little nugget inside of whatever it is that you're attracted to and and spending a little bit of time to sort to understand what it is that's attracting you to that and bringing that back to what it is what your priority really is uh, can help Mm -hmm. that sounds really smart and it really means that you're being conscious and aware of the distractions yeah not just mindlessly going to toward them (laughs) (laughs) bright shiny thing (laughs) you're not like squirrel right squirrel yeah (laughs) exactly and that's like a big step right there uh in that little analysis taking a step back and thinking about why you're drawn to it that's a great idea i think that's something i can try to internalize i like it oh good yeah it's a and and the the trick of it is to be able to sort of step out of the trance of the new thing that's drawing you to it and be able to look at it with a little bit of distance mm-hmm and have a place to jot it down if you decide you're going to think about it later. Right. Reassure yourself right. that you can actually get to it later if you don't follow it right now. Yeah. Yep. I think that's great. Yeah. Boom. Anything else Boom. about we bright, covered shiny that topic. objects? <laughs> no, Done. I, I, done. I'm thrilled. I think it's... Um, I think... No, I like... I've, I think that you've shared a lot of wisdom here, Shannon, and I appreciate that. Oh, good. Um, it's a, you know, there's there's so many different ways to think about these things, and and what just struck me was to be kind to yourself, you know, when you're exploring this stuff, and and knowing that this is something that. Um, so many of us struggle with and oh by the way the world is set up to distract you right you know and to pull you away and say you have to pay attention to this now um because it's going to you know this whole scarcity thing it's going to go away it's going to be more expensive you're going to miss out and um so to remember that you know their job is to make it feel urgent to you and your job is to check in and see what it is that you really need yeah yeah being kind is funny we're getting to the point where i can feel what you're about to say before you say it sometimes yeah and that's and i was just thinking you got to be kind to yourself right before you said that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's so true it's so true in everything especially for perfectionists i think um but uh but yeah, be kind to yourself. Um, is a and forgiving, and just keep going. 
keep going yeah. with the thing that you're it's important yeah yeah all right well i think we'll call this finished for now and we would love to hear from you our listeners um what do you experience with bright shiny objects do you have a tendency to get pulled away how do you bring yourself back to what's important you can leave us a voicemail at i forgot the number okay i believe it's 413 oh there it is yeah so you can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE-4843. You can uh, head over to our website where the show notes are at gettingtogoodenough.com and comment on this episode or any of our other episodes. Um, and you'll also find links to all our social media profiles there. So we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear... Uh, your experiences with trying these different ideas that we're sharing with you. And we'd also like to know what you're struggling with, what you would like us to talk about on future episodes. But for now, thank you for listening. I'm Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri, except I'm in Walla Walla, Washington, as I say this. (laughs) And we hope good enough is getting easier for you. I didn't uh, think about it till I felt like I was lying <laughs> when I said St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> I heard you hesitate when you said I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> <sighs>